Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here in South Florida. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in tonight, uh, as always, and uh, supporting the show. Let's get right down to it. Uh, Contact info as usual you can uh follow me on twitter and instagram at samw underscore ngc hashtag uh whitfield report you can follow me on gab at sam whitfield uh like the facebook page at facebook.com forward slash whitfield report and uh of course you can go to my website at the sam whitfield com, where you can uh, like the page to get new updates as to when we're uh, streaming and when we're getting new podcasts. Also, real quick at the beginning of the show here, I want to give a shout out to a couple of uh, new subscribers on Patreon, uh, one in particular who subscribed at the $5 Level, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Kitten Holiday over on Patreon. Thank you for uh, supporting the Whitfield Report. And uh, 
Actually, I'm going to have Kitten on the podcast. Uh, I, I suppose I should say uh, Catherine Holiday is her actual name, but uh, Kitten Holiday is her pen name. She's a uh, journalist and uh, conservative commentator slash erotic fiction writer. And her uh, her story, how she... Uh, walked away from liberalism and came over to the uh, the new right. I don't want to say alt-right because that term has been, you know, basically smeared and misaligned now to basically mean neo-Nazism. But, uh, you know, Catherine is part of the new right. Uh, so, and she and I have known each other via medium and other social media platforms uh for about two years now ever since the 2016 election so i'm going to have her on the show and uh i want to thank her for being one of the uh one of the patrons on patreon at the five dollar level and folks in regards to, to patreon i uh i'm going to start broadcasting the show uh, two additional times a week for uh, Patreon subscribers exclusively. So be sure to tune in uh, for that. I'll have details on that here within the next few weeks. I'm trying to figure out how to set up the uh, software to stream to Patreon and, uh, you know, get that feed set up all right folks uh so with that in mind now that we've got all of the formal business out of the way let's get on with the show for tonight uh i titled this program trump versus the deep state at helsinki because that's pretty much what we have going on here. Uh, Trump met with Vladimir Putin at the Helsinki summit in Russia earlier this week and was asked about the uh, possibility of Russian collusion uh, in the 2016 election and Trump basically came out and denied that Russia could have been involved, said he had met with Vladimir Putin and said that there was no way that Russia interfered in the 2016 election, which uh, seemed relatively, you know, that, that response from Trump during Helsinki seemed to be relatively well-measured uh, to me. Maybe he could have phrased it better. I think he, he was right in saying that, no, Russia didn't interfere in the 2016 election. But the establishment conservatives, as well as the deep state media, and everyone else is now saying that what Trump did at Helsinki was treasonous. And that he should be removed from office. Now, they've been looking for excuses to get rid of him for a uh, while, folks. So, uh, 
you know, this doesn't really surprise me at all. And, uh, hey, Kimmy, thanks for, uh, you know, tuning in and giving a like. Hope you can, uh, stick around and, uh, more importantly, I hope to see you in the danger zone, uh, later. Anyway, um, as I was saying, it doesn't really surprise me that, that, um, that the deep state and the mainstream media are reacting the way they are to the Helsinki summit. Obviously, they're still, um, shocked and surprised, many of them, that Trump even won the election. And so for Trump to, uh, basically flat out deny that Russia was involved in the election, as I said, doesn't really seem surprising to me. Now let's play a couple of, uh, clips from the Helsinki summit. Uh, obviously I'm not going to play the whole the whole 45 minutes, but I do want to play, play this uh, highlight, highlight reel from The Guardian, which kind of encapsulate, encapsulates key moments from the Helsinki Summit. Uh, cut number one, go. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me, and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible offer. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. It's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all. Uh, everybody knows it. As to who is to be believed and who is not to be believed, you can trust no one if you... If you those of you listening on the uh, audio podcast, I just want to clarify real quick that that is uh, Vladimir Putin speaking, uh, and that's obviously a, a, an English translator for those of you listening on the audio podcast. Where did you get this idea that President Trump trusts me or I trust him? He defends the interests of the United States of America, and I do defend the interests of the Russian Federation. We should be guided by facts. Could you name a single fact that would definitively prove the collusion? This is utter nonsense. What happened to the... Hey, what Putin says there is actually true and i know i'm probably going to get called a russian agent or something for saying this but what putin and trump are both saying here ladies and gentlemen about the possibility of first collusion here here's my problem real quick let me let me center uh back on uh me real quick here would be my question 
what exactly is the evidence to suggest that the Russians or Vladimir Putin uh, interfered in the 2016 election, right? We've been hearing this for about a year and a half now. You know, pretty much since the uh, 20, ever since the election ended, we've been hearing from, you know, the CIA and various other uh, organizations or elements within the CIA that uh, Russia colluded with Trump in the to rig the election. Yet they've given no evidence to the public, no concrete evidence. They haven't released any documents whatsoever. Mueller hasn't released any documents whatsoever in regards to the uh, Trump probe. So, I'm, you know, I'm right there with, with the president and with, and with Vlad, and with President Putin. The American people deserve to see concrete evidence right now that there is collusion. And so far we haven't, we haven't seen any. There, there was a memo supposedly that, you know, with Trump peeing on uh, Russian prostitutes, but that was debunked months ago. That was debunked back in, at the beginning of 2017 as a, uh, as a BuzzFeed uh, story. They got blown out, out of proportion. That's what it was. It, was, it wasn't even a legit uh, journalism piece. It, they found uh, some, you know, internet writers' erotic fan fiction of, you know, Donald Trump or something and then publicized it as real news. So, they can't get, so they can't prove that Trump peed on Russian prostitutes. And they haven't been able to prove one bit that Trump was colluding with the Russians um, at all. So, again, that would be my question. Where is the evidence of collusion? Because, gang, I'm not seeing it at all. Continuing on. Server. What happened to the servers of the Pakistani gentleman that worked on the DNC? Where are those servers? They're missing. Where are they? What happened to Hillary Clinton's emails? 33,000 emails, gone, just gone. I think in Russia they wouldn't be gone so easily. I think it's a disgrace. Does the Russian government have any compromising material on President Trump or his family? <laughs> I called him a competitor, and a good competitor he is. Uh, and I think the word competitor is a, uh, it's a compliment. Uh, I think that uh, we will be competing when you talk about the pipeline. I'm not sure necessarily that uh, it's in the best interests of Germany or not, but that was a decision that they made. I believe that Russia is a democratic state. 
and I hope you're not denying this right to your own country. You're not denying that United States is a democracy. Do you believe United States is a democracy? And if so, if it is a democratic state, then the final conclusion in this kind of a dispute can only be delivered by a trial. Mr. President, I'll give this ball to you, and now the ball is in your court. That's very nice. That will go to my son, Baron. We have no question. In fact, Melania, here you go. <laughs> okay, now what you saw um, in that clip, in that third clip, was... Supposedly there was a journalist that got removed uh, from the summit and people were uh, saying, oh my God, this is, you know, proof that Trump and Putin are kicking out journalists from from the summit. And Trump is a tyrant. I mean, you you should see some of the comments on this video. You you really can't find any tweets this week that are even semi-positive about um, the Helsinki some either. It is a complete and utter just media uh, roast that they're trying to just absolutely fabricate in order to make Trump look bad. Now, the media's reaction is even worse than the GOP establishment's reaction. Anderson Cooper of the Communist News Network, uh, otherwise known as CNN, gave this little monologue two nights ago uh, basically saying that Trump is treasonous. And again, Anderson Cooper, big lefty for, uh, you know, CNN, big establishment journalist. This just goes to show, though, in my book, as perfect illustration of how far the media has come unhinged regarding Trump, or this is further evidence. Uh, clip number three, go. Let's let's break this down. Hard to overstate what President Trump did here today at his summit with Russia's President Vladimir Putin. What he said and what he refused to say to the face of a tyrant. And it's hard to downplay the damage it may already be doing to American power and prestige around the world, along with the president's credibility at home. After a week that began with the president trashing America's closest allies, Donald Trump today spent time sucking up to a dangerous adversary, the one who ordered the cyber attack on American democracy, which continues at this moment, according to the president's own top intelligence official. Today, during... Okay, do, do we know for a fact, Anderson, 
that there was an attack on the election. Do do we do we know this uh, for sure, Anderson? No, we don't. The, again, as I said a few minutes ago when I was playing clips of the summit, where is the evidence to suggest of collusion? There, there, there's no evidence what whatsoever. See, the, this this narrative continues that there was a big cyber attack coming from from Russia. And yet, and, and yet, whenever we ask for proof, uh, we get told, oh, well, you know, Bob Mueller is conducting the, the investigation. There's definitely something there, but we, we can't show it to you, you yet. We, we, we can't. It's just like with, o, with Obamacare and Nancy Pelosi. We have to find the, we have to pass the bill to find out what's in it. That is exactly what this is, this is like. The media and the establishment uh, right have been completely dishonest about Helsinki from the beginning. And I, I think I think they know that there was no collusion. I'll go I'll go further. I I think they know without a doubt that there was no collusion. And uh anyway. Let me continue to break this uh, down. I didn't even get 35 seconds in, into this video. Which continues at this moment, according to the president's own top intelligence official. Today, during this ongoing attack, the President of the United States sided with the leader of a hostile foreign power, a near dictator, over the men and women of his own intelligence and law enforcement community. And in the hours that followed, his own intelligence chief publicly contradicted him. The House and Senate leadership Democrats and some Republicans lined up against his position. The State Department went dark, utterly silent, according to our own Michelle Kaczynski. No comment at all. And the White House? Well, officials there openly saying they're at a loss for words, and frankly, they are not alone. What happened at the summit today has never happened at any... Okay, which White House officials? I, I want names, Anderson. Which White House, which White House officials are saying that they're, that they're at a loss for words? Did they ask the White House chef? Did did they ask? Did they ask the, uh, you know the the, the housekeeping staff? We we need names because uh, you know no one of no one of any significance that I know of in the in the administration has come out against. Um, No, no one I'm aware of in the White House of any importance has come out saying that, you know, what happened in Russia on Trump's end was negative.
And uh, real quick, what we got in the chat? Hello, hello, Ludwig, and hello, Morgan. Uh, Ludwig said uh, Mueller's latest statement about the uh, indicted Russians still considers them innocent uh, until proven guilty regarding collusion. Even even Mueller doesn't agree with the media's conclusions. Yeah, exactly. So, this is just more Trump derangement syndrome in the media. ...for power summit ever before. And it, and it apparently comes down to a choice by the president himself, a U.S. official telling us that what the president did today, quote, was not the plan. Here's the key moment the president siding with Vladimir Putin over the U.S. intelligence community. Just now, President Putin denied having anything to do with the election interference in 2016. Every U.S. intelligence agency has concluded that Russia did. What, who, my first question for you, sir, is who do you believe? My second question is, would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? So let me just say that we have two thoughts. You have groups that are wondering why the FBI never took the server. Why haven't they taken the server? Why was the FBI told to leave the office of the Democratic National Committee? I've been wondering that. I've been asking that for months and months, and I've been tweeting it out and calling it out on social media. Where is the server? I want to know where is the server and what is the server saying? With that being said, all I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. Okay, and I, I played that clip a few minutes ago, but let me go uh, back here to the camera so that you don't have to look at Anderson's face. I mean, I, I, I still need viewers, and I don't, I don't think Ludwig or uh, Morgan or Jeff or any of the regulars would like to see. Uh, I, I know they would rather see my face than uh, Anderson Cooper's. Animate though. So I, I, so I do have to agree with Trump. What it, what is there to, de, what is there to denounce, Putin of? We don't know. We don't know that he's done anything for for sure. He hasn't received any. As far as we know, the CIA may have told him that there was Russian interference, but um. You know, other than that, we haven't received any evidence whatsoever that this uh, collusion actually happened. And let me be pretty frank about what happened in 2016. Here's the uh, here's the savage truth. As uh, you know, the sav the savages call me Savage Sam, so. Here's the savage truth about the 2016 election and this whole collusion business. I think 
No, I, I don't think... I, I know that what happened was the media and the establishment Republicans and the Democrats, obviously. And let, let's be honest, even I and a lot of Trump supporters, let's face it, we, we were all shocked, at least I was, when Trump actually won the election. I didn't I didn't think he would I didn't think he would pull it off. I would have figured Hillary had the thing rigged and that Trump memes and whatnot wouldn't have been I mean I, I was I was nervous. Extremely nervous on election night. And then slowly but surely as those states began to turn red. Not once did I think, oh my god, this election has been hacked. I began to think, well, maybe there are more Americans who have woken up to the political correct uh, BS and the SJW nonsense than I initially thought. That's what I saw happen on election night 2016. I saw Americans waking up to the politically correct bullshit that infested us that has infested us for the last oh 15 to 20 years and I, I saw Americans take a stand Trump's election was a referendum on not only establishment politics but also against the radical left and SJW scare tactics in American culture as well. That was what the 2016 election was about. Now, here's what caused this whole collusion uh, myth to crop out. In my opinion, Hillary Clinton was so sure that she was going to win that election. She had probably paid for that election. She had probably tried to buy the election. She probably thought it was rigged in her favor. And so, once she lost, if, if, you, if you guys remember, when Trump won the election, Podesta came out at DNC headquarters and said, well, we don't know that this is what's going on for sure. We're, we're still counting votes. So uh, I want you all to go home and have a good night and we'll, we'll resume this thing in the morning. And then, he, and then he walked off, and, and really that was the last time, you know, that was the last time anyone saw Podesta, as far as I know, and we didn't see Hillary Clinton until like two days later at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. My point being, Hillary Clinton was obviously furious, probably throwing things 
in her hotel room or her suite after the election. They, uh, they were probably trying to brainstorm how to get Trump deposed out of the White House. And this is just pure conjecture on my part. But they were probably thinking, oh, well, what, what can we do? We need to create a panic. So what can we do to cause a panic? What, what, is, what is the worst fear that we can implant towards the American people? Now, for many baby boomers and even post-baby boomers, basically kids who grew up in the 80s and very in very early 90s as well. What was a big fear hours for the last 50 years? Right? The Cold War. Russia. Communism. Except, uh, you know, the USSR fell in 1990. Technically 1980. Seven, when good old Ronald Reagan told Gor Gorbachev to tear the wall down. But, um, Hillary decided to play the old Russia phobia card. And it's funny because back in 2012, when Mitt Romney was saying we still need to keep an eye on Russia, Obama and everyone. Obama and Hillary laughed Romney off, off, basically saying, oh, the 1980s are calling and they want their foreign policy back. Well, but now, you know, the Dems are the one perpetuating the Russian narrative because they lost an election. So that's what happened. No one... The bottom line, in case Hillary Clinton hasn't gotten this through her thick-angled uh, dog face head, as Nick DeVal likes to say, here's what happened. Hillary Clinton lost. No one likes you. No one likes you at all. You're, you're a horrible human being, and uh, no one... No one wants anything to have to do with you, Hillary. Not not you, MJF. You're you're cool. You're 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 an awesome human human being. I, I I realize I said that right as you uh came in. But no, no, you're 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 good. Don't don't leave. Um so But um But yeah, Hill also, in regards to Hillary Clinton, since she, since she wants to play the Russia card, since she and the Dems want to play the Russian card, let's, uh, let me ask, what happened to the Hillary Clinton Foundation after the uh, 2016 election? What happened there, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, it closed down, Right? It closed down a week after the election because it suddenly lost funding. 
it was a big uh pay uh it was a big pay to play scheme and everyone knows that and anyone who who doesn't is either extremely ignorant or they're part of the collusion Furthermore, going back to the Helsinki Summit, do I think Vladimir Putin is a great guy? No. Do I think he's literally a Hitler, though? No. Do I think that Trump admires Putin? Yeah. And, uh... Honestly, that does get a little weird. But do I think that's grounds for collusion and grounds for treason? No. I th I think maybe the I think maybe the worst thing about that summit was having to uh, look at Putin's bald head for all. For all that time, that dude needs that that dude needs hair plugs. He probably has enough money. And again, until we get definitive proof and definitive evidence that there was collusion, That there was Russian collusion in the election for Trump. I'm not believing in anything. And also, here's one thing I want want to say about the CIA. I believe that there are good men and women in the CIA, and in the re in the and in the rest of and in the rest of the intelligence community. I also believe that there are bad people in the CIA and the intelligence community. Just like there are in any other government uh, agency and bureaucracy or really any line of work. There are good people and bad people. I think some of I think the the ones in the CIA who are saying that there was Russian collusion, my guess is that a lot of them were holdovers from the Obama administration and probably were Hillary Clinton deep state surrogates. I mean... Do you do you really believe John Brennan when he said that there was collusion and that Obama was traitors? And, and by the way, I've been I've been reading I've been reading multiple reports now about Brennan that he was a communist sympathizer. So you want to talk about treasonous? Maybe, maybe Mr. Brennan should be looking inward instead of outward.
Uh, oh, from, from the from the Bush administration. Uh, oh, oh, Brent, Brent, you're saying, Mike, you're saying, uh, Brennan was from the, was from the Bush administration. I, I think, you know what, well, let me, let me Google that, um, real quick, because we, we have the capability to show these things on air, so... We might as well. Let's, uh, let's go to, uh, Google and, uh, I'll pull, I'll pull the screen so that you guys can see. Okay, let, let's see what PolitiFact has to say about this. Hey guys, this is Sam recording the ending of this podcast in the future hour on Tuesday, July 24th, 2018. I wanted to re-upload the podcast from Saturday because overall I still feel like it was a good show and uh, I think when I was getting cut off I mentioned the fact that Hillary Clinton lost the election not because of Russian collusion with Trump but simply because she was a terrible candidate. The Democrat Party was foolish to nominate her, and of course, she rigged the DNC primary. But all of this Russiagate stuff is absolutely false. It's ridiculous. And Trump's meeting at Helsinki, I will say this, he didn't speak the most eloquently, and yeah, as per usual, the way he says things is not always the most ideal, but his willingness to speak with Vladimir Putin and his willingness to start a new relationship with Russia does not equal him colluding with the Russians during the 2016 election. There is still no proof that he colluded with the Russian government, none that is substantiated anyway. 
And so I would ask the American people to re-examine Helsinki as an opportunity to build better relations with Russia. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say before I so rudely got cut off on the podcast uh, during Saturday's live stream. And uh, the live stream got cut off because my internet connection uh, died and I had to end up restarting my entire uh, router. And uh, by then, I would have already been done with the show. So anyway, I apologize for the abrupt end of the stream on Saturday night, if anyone saw that. Although, if you're watching this now, you've probably seen I took down the old stream and re-uploaded Saturday's show with this ending. So with that in mind, folks, have a great week. God bless. God save this great nation. And also, folks, I have uh, recently uploaded the first ever premium episode of the Whitfield Report. So go over to my Patreon uh, page at patreon.com forward slash Whitfield and subscribe to the premium podcast. It's only $1 per month minimum, although if you can contribute more, I would greatly appreciate that. Once again, folks, God bless, God save this great nation, and thank you for watching and or listening to the Whitfield Report, and for sure, I will be back next Saturday. Same bat time, same bat channel.